Welcome to the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Let's join our geeky hosts on this week's episode. And welcome to another episode of Have a Drink with Some Geeks, the only podcast where the geeks discuss geekly topics of the week, have a drink, and tell you why you're right or wrong. I'm your host, Matt. And I have returned. It is I, the one and only JV. Yeah, thanks for filling in. JV's filling in for Adam today. Adam had uh, uh, another issue come up today where he just couldn't make it in time for this recording, so JV is stepping in and filling in for for this episode for us. So thank you again, JV. No problem. I'm glad to be back. It's All good right. to see you. Yeah, well, welcome back. And before we dive into this week's episode, we're going to discuss a little bit about where you can find us. So you can follow us, find us, subscribe to us, listen to us, download us on anywhere you listen to major, uh, to any podcast, on any major podcast platform, at have a drink with some geeks. You can also follow us on all social media platforms at Geek Drink Pod. So go ahead and find us there, subscribe, comment, leave us a, leave us a comment, guys, let us know what you think of the podcast, let us know what we need to change, especially as we're heading into 2023, we've got some big plans, some new games we're going to come up with for some certain episodes we do, um... And hopefully in the near future, some some YouTube streaming, Twitch streaming stuff for, for some of us uh, video game nerds out there. And those keeping track, Adam did challenge me to some Mario Kart. And he's going to be going down live, probably on Twitch. All right. You heard it here, folks. We'll announce it when that comes up. Um, so with that being said, Justin, it's time for something we do every week. As you discovered on the last podcast, we're going to talk about our drink of the week. Grab your beverage and join along as the geeks discuss the drink of the week. So this week's drink, Justin, comes from Oregon. It is Two Town Houses Cider House. Um, They're Cosmic Explorers, so it's a raspberry cosmic crisp apple cider. Uh, all right. Well, I guess we'll try this out. Yeah, I have to read the back to everyone about this because I think this is hilarious. Um, it says, "Ride into Class V Galactic Super Waves with this rad raspberry rendition, uh, crafted with Pacific Northwest raspberries, cranberries, and cosmic crisp apples. The Celestial Slipper will have you riding the white waters of the Milky Way." So it's not just regular raspberry; it's radical raspberry. Radical raspberry, yeah. Rad. Um, it's an eight percent, so. All right. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's way more tart than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. I'm not like the biggest raspberry fan, but it's not bad. It's got so much, I don't know, it's got a very liquory apple taste to it. Not expected that. Yeah. Kind of whiny. Almost like a wine. Better not whine about it. Ha. Oh, dad jokes galore. All right, folks. Well, now that we've had a sip of our drink of the week and we're going to talk about where you can find us, like us, and subscribe, it's time to bring up our topic of the week. What are the geeks going to talk about this week? This week's topic? Something that um, Justin is more of an expert on than I am, but uh, something I've watched with him and we've we've talked about it and watched it together. We're going to talk about... My Hero Academia, the anime series, not the manga, but the anime. Yeah, I'm actually pretty caught up to the manga. I'm way further ahead of the story than he is, so we're going to try to keep it to, what did we end on, season four? <coughs> season five, I think. 
five. Yeah, so I'm in the fifth. I finished the fifth season. I'm just waiting for it to come out on Hulu. Um, so season six is actually where it starts to get really good. So I'm excited for him to see what's coming. Yeah, up. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I wait for it to come out on Hulu just because I am a um, a lazy anime watcher. When I do watch animes, I want it in English just because I don't want to read and try to watch the action. And see, it just depends on the show for me. There's some that I love hearing, like, the anime voices, or Japanese voices, I should say. And then some others I prefer the English. My Hero, when I first watched it, it was in English, so I'm used to the English voices. So whenever I watch in Japanese, it just doesn't sound right to me. But for a show like Naruto, like me and Megan watched, you know, all the way through, we watched it in Japanese. Hearing the English voices, I'm like, ugh. Yeah, and I, I guess I just, I've always, I, and we've talked about, I've talked about this before in other episodes, I, for me, my kind of dive into anime when I was younger, because I'm not a big anime fan, was Digimon so and Pokemon, so those were English dubbed, and I'm just used to it, um, so I've watched, you know, so when I've seen the Japanese versions, like the, the Digimon movies that came out recently, and it was in, in Japanese, it was a little hard for me, because I was like, I'm not used to the voices, and it's just personal preference, though. I do think they have those in English now. They got most of the original cast back. Yeah, I think there's a couple people who weren't, but it's not the end of the world. And I don't know if you've heard, but they actually have like the Digimon Try. I think it's like the original series being retold in like new episodes. Mm-hmm. Those are going to be out in English soon too. Okay, good to know. Um, My original fray into anime was Dragon Ball Z. It was on Toonami you know, back when I was in middle school. They had... The Saiyan Saga, and then in the middle of the Frieza Saga is when they changed to the current voice actor. So it was quite the jump when that voice change happened. But now I wouldn't have it like any other way. <laughs> I love the English dub of Dragon Ball. The Japanese voice for Goku, like as a woman, just doesn't really do it for me. So then let me ask you this question before we do start really getting into My Hero. They've announced that Pokemon Ash is leaving the series. We're going to have a new... Two protagonists. How do you feel about them leaving Ash behind? You know, Ash did everything that he could. Like, he won the world championship. He beat Leon. Like, he is world champion. He set out what he had to do, and that was be a Pokemon master. And anybody who's been following the anime for a long time pretty much knows, like, this was going to be, like, the ending point for Ash if he won the world championship. So it's not, like, the biggest shock, but just because following his adventures for 20 years and having to switch protagonists for the first time is you know like kind of scary but at the same point i'm excited to see like where the story ends up do you think it would have been better had they just said okay this is the end of the series and we're done with pokemon animes well i'm kind of glad that like they're continuing it because it's pokemon they're never gonna actually like end the anime it's just the end of ash's story okay um i watched the anime like the first episode that it came out and i haven't watched it religiously since i think like the end of the indigo saga so i kind of see like clips so i haven't actively watched it but yeah like, seeing i that, watched through what was then the end of red and blue and then when they moved to the indigo league i was like this is different because i didn't play any of the games past that so for me i was like i had kind of fell off yeah so like any of the big milestones like x and y series when he had ash greninja in the finals and he lost like, I saw, like, all those episodes. I saw the episodes of him fighting Leon. But other than that, like, I didn't really follow it, like, too closely. Okay. But, you know, I'm excited to see where they take it. Because you can only do so much with Ash 
doing the same thing every episode. Team Rocket always interferes. Blah, blah, blah. You know the story. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, so, uh, Justin, tell me tell me what makes you... What? Why do you like watching My Hero? Of, of, of the, you know, you, I know you watch other animes besides this one, but why is this one something you gravitate towards and, and like to talk about and watch? The story. When I first started, like, it was actually when you and Megan let me house it for you, like, a couple of years ago. And my friend Landon at work suggested My Hero to me. And I was like, okay, I can give this a shot. So, you know, the story starts out with Izuku Midoriya, Quarkless child in a world where everybody has a quark superhero ability. And then All Might lets him have the power of all for one. And, you know, everything changes. And you meet the characters. You learn their backstory, their motivation. And as time progresses, you see, like, how their quarks evolve. And how they become more and more, like, useful to society. And, you know, seeing them grow up right in front of your eyes. And then the villains, like, seeing them progress, too, and just seeing how, like, devious they become as time goes on yeah. is uh, really interesting. No, yeah, I, I agree. Um, you know, you kind of hooked us on this uh, about two years, maybe a year and a half, two years ago, um, during season four, it just came out on Hulu. Um, and, you know, for me, for me to watch an anime, it has to be something kind of... I would say not. Some, it has to be somewhat kind of realistic, based on like real world, like places and things. Um, obviously, most animes are not realistic. Um, I.e., I Digimon, Pokemon, out, um, every anime, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. Um, but for me, it kind of drew me in. It, like you said, it's these kids who have these powers and some. And you know, Ezekiel uh, Midori doesn't have it. But for me, it kind of felt like a Japanese version of X Men. Right. Um, where, you know, these people are learning how to become superheroes, and the bad guys have powers, too. The only really kind of variation on this is a lot of people have powers. Um, you know, it's it's almost a super-powered society, even though not everyone has amazing powers to make them stand out and be true heroes. Yeah, I feel like it's a good mix of, like, something that you would see in Marvel, but it's just an anime form. Yeah, yeah. Because so, a lot of, like, Iziku's, like... Um, traits, you can actually kind of pinpoint back to Spider-Man. Like, a lot of his, like, personality, and like, like, we're at, where he has Black Whip, you know, like, he's using it, like, he's using the web swingers. Yeah, you know, he's got a lot of that, that personality of, you know, I, I am I am trying to prove myself to the greater world, because, you know, like you said, Spider-Man is your friendly local neighborhood Spider-Man. He's not, you know, he's not an Iron Man. He's not well-known throughout the world, but you know, obviously... Midoriya's story is he wants to be well known throughout. He wants to be the number one hero um, in the world, much like his 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 uh, hero. I am on. here, and and so I you know I think it's an interesting story because it's a little bit. I mean, there's a lot of hero worship, obviously, and not like hero worship in terms of the heroes, but Midoriya's borderline OCD obsession with All Might. Yeah, you could say that. Just, just, just a hair. Just the hair, you know. Just all the posters. And I'm not talking about the hair that he ate to like get his powers. Yeah, that was that was gross. I couldn't <laughs> believe that's what happened in the first few episodes. I'm like, why are we watching that ep- of anime where a kid eats someone's hair to get their powers? But as it moves on, it makes sense. Right. I mean, it could have been worse. He could have been like, here, here's a piece of my skin. Or uh, here, drink some 
some blood or blood, something. Yeah. Bodily fluids. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah. hair is a way to go. That's one way to get DNA for sure. Yeah. Um, that's, that's quite the um, hairy situation. Yes. I uh, won't take any hair off of my back thinking about that. <laughs> so, you know, Justin, one thing that I think is kind of fun about watching this series is like you said there's a lot of character growth um bakugo is a key one you know when the series started i really hated him because he is just a total ass he is just yeah he's just like the super cocky like ah nobody's better than me yeah you better get out of my way deku and you know the lack of teamwork when he's doing when he's working with teams and all this stuff and picking on people um and he still does it i mean that's totally his personality but you've seen through the the, the, for me, at least the five seasons, he's not only had to change because he's learned he's got to work in a team if he's going to succeed, but he's also now part of the secret that how Midoriya got a quirk. Mm-hmm. And so he's got to, you know, keep that quiet, but also train under All Might. And, and it kind of become like Deku's backup. Yeah, Deku's backup and also like Deku's benchmark, I think. Like, Okay, here's where Bakugo goes. Deku's going to surpass him, so Bakugo's going to match that benchmark we can pass. And so I think for each of them... It's always just like a friendly rival. It, like it, I wouldn't call it friendly. <laughs> but it, it's a rivalry that keeps pushing them each other to be better, I think. Yep. And without spoiling anything, like his character arc just keeps continuing, and you definitely like see the change. Definitely like where the manga is right now. He definitely has some major character changes. And it's awesome. Like he becomes like probably one of my favorite characters in the series. Well, speaking of favorite characters in the series, we we can't go any further talking about favorite characters without talking about my favorite character. <laughs> I know exactly Mineta. where this is going. Mineta. Oh, not boy. because he's got cool powers. And for those of you who haven't watched, I recommend watching the series just to see who Mineta is. And I'll describe him a little bit. He's a short little midget um, who can throw purple balls off his head, and they stick to any substance. And they're sticky. And they're sticky. But what makes Mineta best is that he is the biggest pervert. <laughs> he's always I've going ever after seen on TV. So it's going after that TNA man. Yeah, he's always after the girls. I remember that one episode where they went to the the hot springs. The hot springs, and he snuck over the wall to be like underwater where the girls were all naked, and got his butt kicked by the girls. But he was so happy. I'm pretty sure like he got some ass to the face like in that episode too, yeah. but not by a woman. Yeah, because. He got caught. Yeah, it was it was hilarious. Um, and then you've got you know I think another another strong character that I really like and it's kind of a interesting character for me is Mister Arizawa. Arizawa, for sure. Um, the, uh, his quirk is like one of the best. He's able to make people's quirks stop. So if something's happening, he's just like take that, and you know the quirk stops. So the other heroes can like do something about yeah. it. Yeah, I tell you so much that I like his. Um, Plus, he's just like fucking lazy. Yeah, nonchalantness because he shows up to class in his sleeping bag and just tells him to do something. And he lays down and takes a nap. I love like the fan art too, where they're all like you know like snowboarding or something. He's just there in his sleeping bag, just yeah. snowboarding with them while sleeping. Yeah, it's the best. So, and and for those of you who haven't watched, Mister Ayazawa is their the teacher, the head teacher for. Hero name, Racerhead. Yep. So he teaches class 1A, which is the class we follow in, in the series. Obviously, that's where Midoriya and Bakugo and all these characters are at. Um, we obviously have a lot of side characters from other classes that pop in and out for when they do 
Yeah, they have like other teachers that show up too, but he's like the main classroom teacher. Yeah. So, Justin, you know, we've talked a little bit about some of our favorite characters. What do you think is... Before we go on, I do have to say, I love Ochako and Sue. They're two of my favorites. Yuraka, Froppy, two of the best characters, (coughs) hands down. Waifus for life. (laughs) Um... Well, let's bring that up. So, it's something that's always interesting, especially in this series, how they draw the female characters. Yep, and they always have great emphasis on... Uh, on several body ser- parts. Fan service. Yeah, it's, I guess it's a fan service. It's man service. Don't call it fan service. Um, you know, especially to the point where you have... Um, I can't think of her name. She's the one who um, creates things through her body. That's uh, Momo. Momo. You know, the fact that as she creates things, she's got to take matter from somewhere, so her clothes just kind of disappear. Um, it's it's interesting. but let's, So let's talk about... And then if you think about it, uh, invisible girls always naked. True. And that's always kind of interesting because she's on the battlefield just fighting naked. I don't know how she does it, man, especially if it's like wintertime. Like, I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Well, you don't know she, how she's handling it. Maybe she has invisible clothes they've created through the... Um, the uh, support classes. Maybe. Maybe the uh, professional designers have some uh, invisibility cloaks. You never know. Um, so let's talk about who's your favorite villain. Oh, boy. Um, so it was the end of, or I guess the middle of season four. Um, gosh, let me see if I can find him. Because I can't remember off the top of my head. But it's the dude that Deku faces when they're fighting for Ari. Oh, um, yeah, head of the, um, he's head of the the crime syndicate. Yeah, like, sorry, I can't remember off the top of my head. There's Edshot. There you go. Edshot is what it is. Yeah. Um, he was fantastic. I loved how he was like so evil, like using Ari for like her powers. No, it wasn't Edshot. He's a hero. Shit. Uh, we'll figure it out here in a second. Well, the person that he faces for Ari. Yeah. Like, the, the fight scene between him and Iziku um, was there one of the overhaul. best. In, overall. There we go. Sorry about that. Like I told him right before the podcast, I see so many anime and I play so many video games that it's really hard for me to keep track of names, you know, when I've done this for over 30 years. Yeah. So, apologies, but um, that was my favorite fight scene. The other one is when All Might was fighting All for One. Okay, and, uh, yeah. And you, he used the United States to smash to absolutely destroy him. Yeah, and then he got his, then his power's pretty much gone. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, he's interesting. Um, one of the ones I really like, I like Twice. Because he kind of reminds me almost of a, a Deadpool kind of character. Um and uh, Toga. Toga is probably like one of my oh, favorites too. Because she's so psychotic. But yeah. That's what makes her like such a good character. The other one I really like, and I'm trying to figure out his name, is he's the um, he was the magician dress guy who... Um, oh, the, the YouTube guy? Yeah, the YouTube guy. I can't think of his name. Um, but I'm, he had... Uh, oh, there he is. Gentle Criminal. Yeah. Yeah. He, La Brava. Yeah, La Brava. He was just cool because he was just like... He was just like a YouTuber who's like trying to be a villain. Yeah, he's trying to be a villain, but also trying to be um, 
a father figure. A father figure. He's trying to. Uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? He's trying to be a hero, but not in the sense that he wants to be some evil mastermind. He is just wanting to be famous and YouTube himself pulling these small car crimes. He just wants to get that YouTube fame, get that Twitch money. Yeah, and his and his power is pretty cool because he can change the elasticity of objects. So, you know, him and Midori are fighting and he's changing these steel beams to be very rubbery and... I do love La Brava's one too, where like her love like powered him up. Oh yeah, it was just, yeah instant power up. Who would have thought like a quirk like that could exist? But you know, it's My Hero Academia. Yeah. So um, as we talk about that, Justin, what do you? So uh, I'll back up a little bit because we talked about um, Overdrive or Overhaul, who was part of that. Yakuza villain arc that we had at the end of season three, I think it was almost, or maybe season four. One of my favorite, other favorite heroes came out of that se- that season. Fat Gum. Fat Gum, yeah. Fat Gum. He speaks to my inner fat kid because he's super fat, but as he fights, he takes less damage because he's super fat and slowly gets skinny as he uses up his energy. It's a fantastic power. Yeah, I, I strive to be just like him. I love, uh... <laughs> Mirio, too, like how he's able to like go through walls, like fall through the floor, but he can't like do it with clothes on. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's still learning, yeah. But he obviously like doesn't have the power anymore. No, well, as of where he's at. Yeah, I, you've always spoiled that for me. Um, you know, so let's talk a little bit about All Might, obviously, because he's, um, Shout out, shout out to Christopher Sabat. I love him as All Might and Vegeta. Yeah. You know, and this, well, I mean, all the voice actors in this are great. But one of the things I think is interesting about All Might is I want to see, see more of his backstory of him being, you know, and if you've seen the show, you know, he is the world's number one hero for, most, for the first few seasons. Mm-hmm. He's got this huge bulking uh physicality but then also he shrinks down to like a skinny homeless looking dude um <laughs> yep when his power is out for a little while obviously as the series progresses and he's using more and more of his life force it's he can't transform to all might for more than now like seconds yeah without it was like all over. what was it like three hours like at the beginning of the yeah. series yeah and then he times himself out i you know he's a very interesting character to me because he is a lot like Midoriya as an adult, I think, because now that he's powerless, for the most part, um, he still puts himself on the line. He still wants to do right. You know, he didn't have this power and just let it go to his head. He wants. He's still that altruistic character of, I want to do right by these kids, especially Midoriya, because he's now got... I passed on my powers and my quirks to him. Yeah, and he kind of, like, assumed, like, um, Midoriya's, you know, like, ache for research, because he's been trying to help him find out about the other quirks of the other one for all users yeah because obviously like at the point that we're at now he has discovered one of the quirks that he has so there's going to be about you know like six or seven more powers that he's going to inherit from the previous users of one for all yeah it's just it's interesting because and that's also interesting because all might didn't have that experience where he got other quirks from one for all yeah, I think he was like corkless too, and then his teacher just gave it to him. And then instead of the power that uh, Midoriya has, he just got like the super strength. Yeah, the super, super strength. But he's at the point <coughs> where 
like Midoriya is pretty much like surpassed him. Like he's able to control the quirk better than All Might like ever could. Yeah, yeah, he can. Well, Midoriya can. You know, that's one thing that's been interesting to watch Midoriya grow is he's learned to turn the power up to certain levels. Like I'm only use five percent because at eight, you know, ten percent I'll kill this person. And then when he was with Gran Torino and he learned the crawling um, abilities, so instead of just using, like, the raw strength, he can use that for, like, speed. Yeah, or so he can use, um, he's learned how to snap with power to create air bursts and stuff. Yeah, so he can do long-range attacks instead of just the short-range yeah. attacks that All Might had. So he has, like, more of a range. And now with Black Whip... He definitely, like, is becoming his own identity instead of just being the shadow of All Might. Yep, exactly. So, one of the things I think is kind of interesting about this show um, is, you know, all these people, for the most part, their quirks are manifested from the body. You know, they, they don't physically show the quirks. But then you've got people like Killer Whale, Orca, who <laughs> is he's now just, he's just, just a, pretty much just a, a walking whale. whale. You've and got his tongue is a tie. Yeah. Um, you've got people like him, you've got, uh, Tokuyami, who is now a bird, it's just... And Hawks, who has, like, wings like Yeah, a bird. that's not as bad for me as, like, Tokuyami, who's just a bird now. He's it's just, that's where it's like, bird. I would hate to have that quirk, because now I'm not looking human, even though I am human, I'm just a bird I guess, man. to an extent, Froppy is too, but she just doesn't look like a frog. She just has just for her qualities. Yeah. So... Well, so let's wrap up this part of the discussion, Justin, on this. Um, what do you think, without knowing where you're at, do you think this show has some sort of end game, or are we going to continue seeing it grow and grow and grow, kind of like a Pokemon or a Digimon where it just keeps moving at, on? At the point that I'm at now, and from what the creator has like said about the manga, there's going to be like a definitive event. Okay. So when it ends, you know, like, this is all that I had planned up to, and this is where it ends. Okay. So, at least as of right now, because anything can change, because obviously the show's grown huge over the past couple of years, makes a lot of money. Maybe they'll continue with, you know, superheroes like 100 years from present day. So then, I'd be okay with the prequel series, like, seeing the first heroes and the first villains. I don't know if you have uh heard of i think it's like the first movie is actually like all might's like backstory so yeah. they kind of do like when he was in the united states fighting crime mm-hmm. like that story so you would you want one that's like a little bit further back from i want to see like i know i yeah i have none of the backstory of all for one when he gets the power and he you know his his younger brother gets one for all um and it's kind of i want to see kind of a little bit past that generation just as more and more people become get quirks and more and more people become villains or heroes and kind of so the kind foundation of, like, of the society. So just like the beginnings yeah. of like when they have the quirks. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think it'd be an interesting series. Um, so with wrapping that piece up, Justin, we're going to move into, uh, and you did this last time with us, we're going to talk about our hot takes of the series. going to say this week huh 
let's see. Um, let me think for a second. That's fine. I can. I'll jump in here. I think my hot take of the series, and I think it's just maybe the way we watch TV in the U.S. and and how TV shows progress for us. Not so much animated shows, but TV shows in general. A season almost in most cases represents a year. So for me, it's kind of interesting how we are on season five now, and these kids have not finished the first year of school. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much just like quarters. Yeah, like each season has been like a quarter of the school year. Yeah, maybe a little bit less. Which, um, it's interesting because most of the time for these types of anime is like, like you said, it's like a year is a season, and you know it. Yeah, has like a steady flow of time, and this one is just like all concentrated like. This is the first year of UA, and like all this shit is happening, like yeah. all the time. Well, and that's the interesting thing is so much has happened in a year for these kids, and a year for these villains, and they're powering up and learning all this stuff. I'm like, that's a lot in a year. Like, where do they go for year two to learn? What 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 are they gonna learn for year two, three, four? <clears throat> not that <clears throat> excuse me, not that it's a bad thing, but you. I and think they, for me, you run the risk of. These kids becoming too powerful, so by the time they they do graduate and become pro heroes, if we get to that point in the series, that there's overly powered, you know, people, and there's there's no end end cap end limit for their powers. It kind of reminds me like the way that they learn their powers. Is, I don't know if you've seen Dragon Ball Z, but there's this thing in Dragon Ball Z. It's called like the hyperbolic time chamber. And they go into this time chamber and, like, they train. And it's, like, its own, like, personification of time. So, like, a year in that is, like, one minute, like, in the outside yeah, world. Yeah, it's kind of like... Um, it kind of feels like the way that they're progressing is kind of like when they're in the hyperbolic time chamber, except it's not, like, you know, they're training for a year. It's just they train for, like, two days and then all of a sudden they just have, like, new powers. Yeah. I feel like they just kind of learn powers a little bit too quickly. But given, you know, like, the timetable that they're trying to do with the show, I guess you can't really, like, escape that. But if it was more realistic, maybe, like, each season could have been a year. So, like, or even freshman season, year, yeah. they had, like, nothing. And then by the time, you know, senior year happens and the end game is happening, they're, like, at their, you know, top form or as yeah. of this point. Yeah, and, or even, I wouldn't even say we didn't need to see a year, a season, but maybe even a half a, a semester, or a half year per season. That would work, too. Then you get at least eight seasons, and I'm going through high school to get to the point, versus, you know, at the rate we're going, we're going to get to season 16 before they graduate, and God hope that all these actors are still voicing them, and, um, you know, that's kind of, just that's just one of my hot takes on the series. Do you have any hot takes for us, Justin? Well, for animes that last, like, a really long time... Surprisingly, like, most of them, like, the voice actors continue through, like, the whole time. Like, Naruto, they've been doing that for, like, 20 years at least, and it's still, like, the same people. Yeah, they've moved on to a different show entirely. Yeah, it's like, it's like Boruto. I think my hot take is, uh, they just need to make, like, the villains more powerful. I feel like... Um, some of the villains, they're just not very memorable. They're just like, oh, look at me. Like, I'm this mindless piece of shit. Like, Nazu, or whatever they're called. No moose, yeah. No moose. And then when they actually get to, like, the full ones, they last for, like, one or two episodes, and then they're just dead. 
They need to make them like have more of like a presence and have them show their villainy instead of just, hey, like I'm just here. Oh, look, you just instantly like beat me up. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree with that, but I also kind of like it because it, even though they last a little bit of time, these heroes have to really go almost beyond their limits to beat them in these even one one or two episodes. I mean, look at Endeavor, and for me, at least where I caught up to um, when he fought this last Nomu, and he had to go plus ultra. Um, and now he's scarred, and he's got, you know, his face is permanently disfigured. Um, so for me, I think that kind of shows that they almost have to go a little beyond their limits to beat them. Um, and so for me, it kind of makes me more excited to see what happens as these Nobus get more powerful and, and we get towards what the villain's endgame goal is besides, you know, being being a villain. And for those in the know, yes, I said things on purpose to try to build up some suspense for when he actually sees <laughs> stuff five, that's coming six. up. Because it's just like the take as of right now, but obviously I know when things happen and what will happen. But I need to, like, build him up because I want them to watch the new season now. Well, it's not out on Hulu yet. Hey, I can get uh, animation. <laughs> All right, it's actually on Country Well now. Is, like, well, yeah, yeah, I think they merged, yeah. So, I think another hot take for me on, on My Hero JV is... I, th- I really think, especially after watching this past season where we had almost a full season of just villain story that they easily could have spun off and done a villain series and a hero series and then have these crossover events to be the big battles. Yeah. I think it'd just be fun because then you have a whole episode devoted just to hero stuff every episode and you're watching another series where the villains are doing stuff and you know that kind of like almost like an Avengers where they're going to meet up in this big epic maybe one season story. I guess like at the same point too like have a series where the popular characters are not like the only focus true like have some of the secondary characters like who don't get a lot of screen time let them have like some time in the sun because you know like jiro for example she um is powerful with her ears she can create sound waves you just like want... why don't they like have her like more in a spot besides having her like seeing at the end of season four you want you just want a serious Mount Lady. <laughs> That's yeah. what you want. You want Mount Lady the anime. Well, I know you want the uh, belly laser to definitely get oh, his God, time no. in the sun. No, no one wants to see um, what's his name. Uh, you got yeah yeah. No one wants to see him and his um, very special uh, naval laser. Yeah, I just feel like the. If you're not like the super popular character, like yeah. they don't really get like a lot of screen time. They, I feel like they should like concentrate on them a little bit more, just so like we have more of an investment in the characters instead of just, oh hey, like we train too, we just have this ability, but we're not going to really say like how it happened or why. Yeah. Um, so I'll give you another hot take, and it's maybe a, it's not a hot take in terms. Of, I think you agree with me on this, and I think a lot of American listeners will agree with me on this, but I think a lot of. Um, Listeners from other parts of the world who are invested in animes will maybe disagree with me on this. One thing I really like about the show is we don't have really filler episodes. Agreed. Um, I think it's nice because, you know, not that I watch Naruto and Baruto with you guys, but I've seen you guys watch it as I do other stuff around the house. 
And uh, some of those filler episodes, yeah, are you have like horrible. half a season of just fillers, and it's just like, especially like where we're at at Boruto now, like they've really strayed from the manga, yeah. So they just kind of like have their own story arcs for a year before they start to sway back into where the manga. Do you think is. maybe they do that though, so they can let the manga get ahead because they're so close to it? Yeah, that's precisely why. So you can tell what part is the manga and which one is like the filler, like immediately. Yeah. Because, like, as soon as they started going to, like, one of the recent story arcs, I was just like, this is not what happens. But I guess we just have to live with this for a while. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean... And I Dragon just... Ball was, like, really especially bad about that. Oh, yeah, you'd have, like, three seasons before you finish the fight, I think. Like, it'd be, like, three episodes. He's like, time to power up! And they start powering up. And right before they start attacking, I'm like... Let me remember something about the past. And then it'll go to like a flashback for like half the episode. Flashes back to him. Time to power up again. They power up and then it'll conclude with the episode saying, Are they going to fight this time? Find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> so, I think... Uh, do you have any other hot takes for us today, Justin? Um, not really. I really love the show. Probably the only hot take I have would probably be the latest theme songs have not been all that great. Really? I've, I guess I'd like the season five theme song. Um, I like the, I like the older season ones. Like, the last couple ones just haven't really done it for me. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I actually kind of enjoyed season five, I think. Um, like, the, the second mer- one... The I second one merry go which makes it even funnier. Like, the second one wasn't as bad, but that first song was just... True. Ugh. Um... So, before we, we wrap up this episode, Justin, one of the games me and Adam are, are playing now on our podcast is um, what we call fantasy casting. Fantasy casting. Who will play what character in the Geek's Ultimate Recast? So, how this works. I want you to take today's real-life actors, and I want you to cast Midoriya, Bakugo, All Might, and Uriaki. Uriaka. Who would play them if you had to watch a live-action movie? Hmm. I think a lot of people have fan-casted The Rock to be All Might. Uh, You know, because how do you have Skinny Rock when All Might loses his power? Well, we're talking like All Might when he's like full power. Yeah, and would he turn into Kevin Hart when he's done? Well, they... (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, they kind of... With Chris Evans and Captain America, they kind of, like, CG'd him to be, like, super skinny. I guess they could do something like that. I actually would say Chris Evans could be good All Might. Yeah. And you said Midoriya. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, gosh, I wish I knew, like, actors' names better. That's okay. If you can think of a movie there, I probably can get, get it. What would you think would be a good? So I think from for all my, I think Chris Evans would be a good one. Um, maybe just because he's kind of Captain America esque. Um, I think for Bakugo, I think a really good one would be um, Miles Teller. So he was in the uh, Divergent series as the kind of uh, good guy, kind of bad guy to to the main character. Uh, he was just in Top Gun Maverick. As Goose's son. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, I guess that guy could work. Because he's got a little bit of a temper and he's kind of a, a D-bag. Um, I think a good one for 
Uriaka, uh, it's tough because they're a little bit younger, so it's kind of hard to cast younger actors. I think maybe Haley Steinfeld would be good in that role. Which one is she? She's, uh, you saw her in The Last Transformers. She was, uh, in, she was in Bumblebee. You know who I think would be a good one? Mm. I don't know if this is the same chick. Um, the girl from Hawkeye? Yeah, same girl. There you go. Okay, so we agree on that one. Midoriya's the hard one, though. I need someone who cries a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, Michael Sarah. There you go. <laughs> It'd be hard to watch. But I can see, yeah, okay, I could, I could deal with that. That was just the first person I thought of. Yeah. For, uh, he did a good uh, Scott Pilgrim. It's true. He did a good Scott Pilgrim. Um, I also think maybe the guy from um, Zombieland. Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What was his name? No, last thing I remember him playing was Lex Luthor. Oh, jeez. I completely forgot about that. It's... Um, Jesse, Jesse Eisenberg. Eisenberg, yeah. We just both got that at the same yep, time. Yep, same time. It'd be interesting in that role. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of interesting. Enemy is a little bit harder to cast because of the way they, they are, especially because these kids are high school kids, so... A little harder for us to cast those ones. The girl who is Little Rock, Abigail Braslin. Yeah. She could be Toga. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That would work. Just look at that. Yeah. I think that would work. All right. So that was our fantasy casting for this episode. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I just am really bad at like actors' names. No worries. So um, I guess we'll, we'll wrap up this episode. Kind of just our, our initial, our final thoughts, not our initial thoughts. Uh, final thoughts on what you... What makes my hero so much fun for you? The story, the music, the characters, everything, and especially where like the series has ended up, absolutely fantastic. Like they knew what they were doing, like right from the beginning, and just seeing it progress to where, you know, everything is at now, absolutely fantastic. All right, you know, for me, I think one thing I really like about the series, and saying this, I'm not a big anime fan, is it is a very concise. Uh, story you don't have like i said we talked about we don't there's have there's no filler there's no filler it's i'm not waiting waiting three episodes for us to get to the fight because there's a lot of filler episodes and either i'm going to watch them or i'm just going to wait and skip over them when they finally catch up to the rest of the series um i do like the story i like the story has this long-running overarching plot that makes me feel like i'm watching like a marvel movie or or uh, a serialized tv show i find sometimes with the animation it's because of the filler that it kind of meanders too much for me to really pay attention to. Right. Um, yeah, I agree. All right. Well, so before we head out, <coughs> excuse me, folks, before we head out, Justin, we got to do our Geek Wreck of the Week. It's time for the Geek Wreck of the Week. What are the geeks going to recommend? I have been, probably most people know, I've been just been playing Pokemon Scarlet. <coughs> I okay. have over 150 hours on it. I've just been doing a lot of shiny hunting. I still wish that they would patch the game so it's not a glitchy mess, but I've been having a lot of fun. All right. So my geek record of the week. Um, finally finished Assassin's Creed 3 Remastered. Um, I am replaying Assassin's Creed Black Flag now in anticipation of, hopefully it's coming out this year, it's not being delayed again, Skull and Bones. Which is not an Assassin's Creed game, but they took the same pirate ship mechanics and made a whole game series based off of it. 
it was supposed to come out in 2019, and it's been pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. So, rumor is it's going to come out this year, sometime in quarter two. Fingers crossed. So, I'm playing that just to get me hyped, and hopefully I will have Skull and Bones in my hands sometime this year. Something coming out that I hope everybody will get their hands on is, everybody knows I'm a huge Persona game fan. They're having the remakes of Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden coming to all consoles at the end of the month. Um, highly recommend. All the Persona games are wonderful. Um, if you like those, play Persona 5. It is probably the strongest in terms of like presentation and music. But like the previous games are like all fantastic. They all have their different personalities, different stories, different motivations, but they're all like great games on their own so if it's coming out on all consoles what are you gonna pick it up on uh playstation okay i've always played them on playstation um it'd be nice to have it on the switch but you know that's always been the home for me for persona so i'm gonna get them on the more powerful ps5 because switch can run it but i don't really like see the need to like have it portable okay i like having like to sit down, just sit at the TV, be in the zone. That's how I play Persona games. All right, fair enough. All right, well, that wraps up our episode this week, JV. Where can everyone find you on, on social media? Find me everywhere, JV1473. All right, you heard it there. Uh, you're on, I assume, like Twitch, Twitter, not Twitter, sorry, Twitter, Facebook. Um, the only platform where the name is different is Twitch, and it's JV Tours. Okay. For whatever reason, I lost the password to the one where had my username, and I just restarted. All right, fair enough. All right, folks, right now you know where to find JV on all those social media platforms. And for us, the geeks, you can follow us on Geek Drink Pod at every major podcast platform. Um, and download, subscribe, listen to us on all uh, all the major podcast platforms at Have a Drink with Some Geeks. So social media, Geek Drink Pod, everything else, Have a Drink with Some Geeks. And just let us know what you think of My Hero Academia. Yeah. Leave in the comments how Matt and Megan should catch up and get <laughs> or, pressure or, rolls so they can see what's going on. So or if you don't like the series, tell us why you don't like it. Um, I don't think you would dislike it. I mean, I'm not an anime fan, and I've enjoyed it very much. Um, but let us know as well what you guys think of of it. Let us know I what just, you want to hear us talk about. I really want them... I want to talk to them about what's happened. It's <laughs> it's killing me on the inside. Oh, I Espe- think... especially when I had to like completely lie about what Flaw had just so like I wouldn't spoil what's going on. <laughs> so please let them watch it. I'll pay for Crunchyroll. <laughs> well, that does it for us this week, folks. Um, like I said, listen to us. Uh, comment on all of our podcast platforms. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about next. Because while we Talk about a lot of what we like. We want to hear what you like, and maybe we'll, we'll end up liking it too. Um, or maybe we won't, but we, we'll we we'll talk about it and watch it. And hopefully I'll be back um, soon. Yeah, I'll I have you back for sure. I uh, love being here. I love you know the audience, and you know anytime you need me, just let me know. Yeah, of course. Well, we appreciate you filling in for Adam today. Um, Adam will be back next week for another one of our, our geekly discussions. Thank you again, JV, for sitting in on our first anime discussion. Yes. Um, Well, until next time, everybody have a fantastic day, evening, night, whatever. Yeah, you folks have a great geek week. Thanks again. Bye-bye.
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Have a Drink with Some Geeks podcast. Tune in next week to see what our geeky host will discuss next week. Goodbye. <laughs>